You're listening to the Do the Damn Thing podcast with Liz Heron, episode 36. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Do the Damn Thing podcast. My name is Liz Heron, and I am your personal cheerleader, helping you get off your butt and on your way to trying something new, facing your fears, or realizing your dreams. No matter what your damn thing is, whether it's asking for a raise at work, organizing your house, getting out of that toxic relationship, or pursuing your passion project, This show will provide you with real-world, tangible tips and inspiration so you can live the life you deserve. If you're ready to do the damn thing, then you have come to the right place. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's jump in. Hello, friend. How are you? I'm terrific. I um, am so excited that it's December. I'm so excited to be back with new episodes. I've missed you. And um, I don't know, November was a rough one over here. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I am really happy it's December. Um, It just felt like every aspect of my life had some sort of drama in it. I don't know. And I know that like things were in retrograde and I know that that gets thrown around a lot, but I honestly felt like there was something going on for all of November. And um, I don't know. Did you feel that? Am I the only one? Um, I don't think I was. I feel like a lot of people were like, oh, thank goodness it's December. So that's how I am. I am so excited it's December. Um, It is one of my favorite months. And I'm not just saying that because it's my birthday month. It's just, I don't know, I love December. I love this like feeling of like closing out a year, this excitement about a new year or like that sort of that setting intention. I also think that December is so cozy. And in LA right now, we've got, um, we've actually got some like chilly weather. So it's, it's so nice. Like all the Christmas lights are up and it just feels like, uh, it just feels like a, a, like a entire, like a reset. And like, there's like lots of downtime. Um, things do get a little quieter. I feel like, right. Like, like everyone's kind of, (laughs) everyone's kind of phoning it in at work, right? Like people are starting to go on vacation. Things are just kind of slowing down. And, um, that's at least my intention for this month is to kind of just like slow things down. And there might be, you know, people out there who are like, are you crazy? This is the craziest month. There's the shopping and the expectations and running around like maniacs. And I totally get that because that is also something that like I tend to fall into. Um, but I'm, I'm trying something different this month. And this is my challenge to you as well is to just slow down intentionally, right? So like look for quieter moments don't force it. Like let the mania of the holidays bounce off you like you're protected by a force field. Right. And I know for me, that's a challenge. I want to do all the things and go to all the parties and, um, buy all the things. (laughs) And this year I'm really watching myself. I'm really watching my mind when that starts to happen, when I start to spin out and just being more aware of my thoughts when that when they start to creep toward that, like, I need to buy all the presents for all the people or everything has to be perfect or the entire universe will fall apart if we don't have this picture perfect holiday. <laughs> I can't be alone in that, right? It's exhausting. And I don't want to go into 2020 exhausted. So I'm really just enjoying December. That's my intention is just to enjoy it, to not have that like fear of missing out, to not... um force myself to, you know, perform. And by that, I mean, like 
by buying things or trying to keep up appearances and that sort of stuff and, and really just have a quieter month. So that is my December challenge for you. And it's interesting because it kind of dovetails into what I want to talk about today, which is kind of getting quieter and getting a little bit more introspective. Um, this is it. This is the last month of 2019. It's also the last month of the decade, which is like, whoa, that just kind of trips me out. Um, because so much has happened in this decade. It just feels like, I mean, so much has happened this year and like in the last two, three years, it's, but like to go all the way back to like 2010 or 2011 and think about what that was like or who you were, um, I think is a really important exercise. So today I want to talk about an exercise that I did as a way to close out this year um, and also close out this decade. I think it's a great exercise to do on a quiet weekend afternoon or on one of those nice quiet nights I was just talking about. Just some time when you have time to really reflect on this year and so often this time of year goes by in a blur, right? We've got the parties, you've got the obligations, you've got vacations. It's just, it's a lot. And then we get dropped into January with all the resolutions and intentions. And we kind of expect everything to be completely different from one day, like literally one day to the next. December 31st, you're, this is how it was. And then like January 1st, you're like, I'm going to be a completely different person. Yeah, no, that's not happening. <laughs> It's just not, right? So you can't go into the new year expecting it to be a brand new chapter until you finish the last chapter, right? Until you finish the 2019 chapter. And last year, I talked about making a list of all of your accomplishments from the year. And if you haven't listened to that podcast, I highly recommend it because I still do that exercise as well. And I think it partners really well with the one I'm going to talk about today. Um, the one that I'm talking about today just goes a little bit deeper, but you really do need to close out the 2019 chapter before we start the 2020s and the 2020 chapter. And the way that I like to do that is by asking myself three questions. And when I ask these questions, you can either think about a specific goal, like maybe that you had in 2019 or that you had in the last decade, um, or you can break it down into specific areas of your life, kind of like we did with the accomplishments workbook last year, um, which you can still download, by the way. So I'll put that in the I'll put a link in the show notes for that. It's totally up to you. Um, yeah, so it's totally up to you, like as far as if you want to do this exercise based on a specific goal, or if you want to kind of do it more um, like a broader spectrum. There's absolutely no wrong way. Heck, you could do them both ways, right? You can go all the ways. Um, Okay, so I like to ask myself three questions, and here they are. The first question I ask myself is, what worked? So what worked in 2019? And I ask this because our brains always want to look for the problems to solve, right? They always want to look for, like, the disasters, what, what didn't work. So this question forces you to look for the good. So, you know, did you sign up for some dating apps and meet someone special? Did you lose a few pounds? Maybe you cleaned out the garage or dedicated space for your like in-home gym. Did you move to a new city? 
Um, maybe you planted a garden. Maybe you got a new job or quit a job that you hated. Maybe you redid your website, right? Did you meal prep? Maybe you started a new self-care practice or mended a broken relationship with a family member or friend, right? So it really can be as big and as little as you want, um, but they should be focused on what went right, right? And, and with an eye on what you did right. I don't want to say right, but what you did that worked for you. And so, um, (laughs) like if you manage to, um, you know, make self-care a priority and you got your nails done every month, you can say prioritize self-care, kept my monthly nail appointment, right? Like you really want to look at it in a way of, of how you can take ownership for what worked. Um, but yeah, so that's the first question. And what I found in doing this is that my brain immediately wants to answer me and say things like, yeah, you set aside time to write every day, but you didn't finish the book or the screenplay or whatever the project is. Or yeah, you left that job you hated, but then you didn't find a new one for months. So that's going to come up. So don't fight it because it's actually helpful. So you can thank your your brain for that. And it's helpful because in the second question you're going to ask yourself is what didn't work, right? So what didn't work in 2019? What didn't work in the last decade? And this let, this question lets you pour out all the negative stuff that your brain wants to like rattle around and throw at you, right? All the reasons why things didn't work out, every little thing that tripped you up this year, write it all down. So maybe the babysitter moved and you lost reliable childcare. The car died and you had unexpected expenses. Uh, clients were no-shows. You didn't stick to a budget. Everything you planted in the garden died or, I don't know, got eaten by rabbits. Right? Put it all down. Put everything down that, that didn't work. And then in order to go a little deeper, you can ask yourself why when appropriate. So like maybe for the babysitter moving, you can be like, why did the babysitter move? That's not maybe something you can take ownership over unless you like ran your babysitter out of town. But like, say you set aside time to write every day, but you didn't finish your writing project or you didn't actually sit down to write during that time. Ask yourself why. What didn't work there? Um, If you wanted to, you know, go to the gym five times a week, but you only went three times a week. Why? Right. Just kind of, and then think about like what didn't work there you know, was the classes um, at different difficult times or, um, you know, maybe you're writing inspiration, maybe you're a night owl as opposed to a morning person, right? And so you had set your writing time in the morning instead of at night. So just kind of think about why those things didn't work for you. Um, and that's really important because you want to get all that stuff out, every bit of chatter that your brain has. And What's great is you'll kind of find yourself ping-ponging back and forth between these two um, two to three questions, right? Like you'll kind of be all over the place. I found that like I can start with the what worked. And even if my brain wants to kind of like make, you know, okay, but this didn't work, great. Yeah, put it on the next page or put it in the next column or like however you're um, – I created a workbook for you guys, which I'll talk about later. But like just put it on the next page and you can kind of keep going back and forth through it. And then the final question that you're going to ask yourself after what worked, what didn't work. And then you're going to ask, 
this is kind of where the rubber meets the road. You're going to ask, what will you do differently next year? What will you do differently in the next decade? Um, This is where your brain gets to do what it loves best, what it does best, and kind of what it was made for, which is to solve problems. Your brain wants to solve problems. It's kind of why you are up all night thinking about problems or like why you obsess over things. It's because your brain really wants to find the answer. And like this question is going to help your brain because when it can't find an answer or when you're just keeping it in your head, it spins and spins, right? Like we've all been there. So by answering the question of what will I do differently, this helps your brain to calm down and problem solve, right? So it's, this is what it loves to do. And once you do this step, your brain can stop obsessing about everything that didn't work in 2019 or in the last decade, because it's like, oh, right, we solved that. We made a plan. I don't need to stress about it anymore. It's really, um, it's kind of a miracle. (laughs) I have to say it's something, oops, I just bumped my microphone. It's something that has really helped me, um, helped my anxiety, helped my kind of, you know, monkey brain chatter is by asking these three questions. And by looking at what worked, right, looking at what didn't, what we need to tweak or change, um, this helps your brain to, to solve that problem, to figure it out and to stop obsessing. And I, I honestly, I love this exercise for so many reasons. I was introduced to it by a mentor of mine and it really, here's why I love this. One, it forces you to see the good. It really helps you start to see all the things that are working in your life for you. And sometimes our brain, again, wants to focus on the bad stuff, but by forcing it to look for the good, you'll start to see more of the good in your life and what's working for you and how things are working out for you as you um, just go about your day. And it also lets you get all the bad stuff out of your brain and down on paper. So you can look at it objectively. I know for me, if I'm sitting with something in my head and going around and around and around, I just get exhausted. My brain gets so tired. But if I write it down and then I'm able to kind of look at it and be like, oh, that's sometimes you're like, oh, that's bullshit. Like that's not even a thing that's real or that's not true. Or like, you'll just be able to kind of look at it objectively. And it also helps you create a plan for moving forward. And you guys know I love a good plan. (laughs) I love a good next step, action item, right? And all of that is very comforting for your brain. And I don't know about you, but my brain could use a little bit more comfort on a day-to-day basis. So I do this exercise all the time and it really helps. I, um, I did it after dates when I was dating without kind of even realizing I was doing it, I would just kind of do like pros, cons and like next steps, I think was kind of what I called it. And um, I do it now after consults with clients. I do it at the end of the month as a way to evaluate my business. I, um, I even do it like at the end of a day, sometimes when I can feel my brain just spinning about something. I do it in the notes section on my phone. Um, throughout the day, if there's something happened, like if I had an interaction with someone that could have gone better or that I find myself beating myself up about or any kind of time that I find myself obsessing over something, I, um, I do this and it can be real quick. Like again, like, especially in the notes section on your phone, little bullet points. 
um, obviously for the year or for the decade, it's going to be a little, there's gonna be a little bit more, a little more bullet points. So, um, that is why I created the workbook. So it's super easy. It's a workbook to help you out. And, um, it has, I've even added a bonus section for the decade. So you can do it for the year as well as for the decade, the three questions and room for you to write. And if you head to do the damn thing show.com slash 2019 workbook, you can download, <laughs> download yours today. So, okay, friends, my, there's something new that I want to try and you're just gonna have to go along on the ride with me, which is I want to kind of give you an actionable item, like an act, like, yeah, an actionable item, a t- an action item. That's just what it would be. <laughs> I'm going to give you an action item at the end of every show, um, to kind of help you do the damn thing, right? So that's what we're doing. So your action for this week is to set aside some time to do this exercise for 2019 and, um, for the decade you can get, you know, that's, that's the extra credit. Um, so what worked and what didn't for the last year and the last 10 years? And what are you going to do differently in 2020 and in the 20s? So um, now if you do this exercise, I would love for you to like post it to Instagram or um, Facebook stories or something and tag me because I kind of want to see like how this is working, if this resonates with you at all. And um, I think that's it for today. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to go enjoy a little quiet evening and looking at my tree. It's all up and lit and beautiful. And um, I will talk to you next week. I'm so excited to be back. And we've got some fun stuff happening this month just with an eye on the new year and goal setting and that sort of fun stuff. So have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved what you heard, please subscribe, share with your friends, or leave a review on iTunes. As we grow the show, I would love to hear from you. What damn thing did you accomplish this week? Is there a topic you're dying for me to explore on the show? Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Do The Damn Thing Show and let me know. I can't wait to connect with you and hear all about the action you're taking in your life. In the meantime, get out there and do the damn thing.